And welcome back to the Rock of Carebrin. We are back. And we have all three of our characters here with us this evening. So let's start off with introductions, shall we? Uh, Anthony, welcome. Hello, I am Anthony, and I play Bart, the most boring pikeman ever. <laughs> and Austin. Uh, hi, I'm Austin, and I play Shin, uh, Fun Druid, we'll see. <laughs> Fun Druid. Fun Druid. All right, and Tamara. Hi, I'm Tamara, and I play Pre, Paladin. Apparently, also a uh, a traveling salesman. Um, <laughs> all right. That original plan. I mean, I, I know, I know. But then you said, I want to be able to do this and this. And I said, well, a paladin does that and that. And you said, okay. So I just, <laughs> I mean, you gotta, anyway. you know, it's fine. You're, you're not going to be, you're not going to be attached to a temple very long, like, I'm just saying. All Does right. I mean, you're going to kill her. I'm going to kill her. Is that what you just said? No. You almost did already. You're a level one character. You're, you're squishing. All right. My God. First session, minus eight hit points. To be fair, me and Anthony almost went down in our first sessions, too. We had yeah. I, I, had to, I had to heal myself. Yeah, me too. Yeah, actually, you guys both healed yourselves, and Tamara didn't do that at all. So that would be why. That's the only reason why they didn't go down and you did. So I didn't uh, realize I had that option. Yeah, you actually have a heal spell you can do called Lay on Hands. The only problem with it is it, it takes an action, so you can only do that. So but if you And want. then you just would have stabbed me with another orc, so whatever. <laughs> I mean true. It's it's not wrong. All right, so with that, we last time had uh, Pre on the road. She was traveling with the memorialist who was dealing with some cultists who were invading and raiding a library looking for answers on something called Care Bryn. Uh, and uh, meanwhile, a young man is traveling in a boat on his way to Tanis and uh, as he passes into the territory, he will travel down this river for quite a ways. It starts to widen out as more rivers kind of combine into one. And uh, eventually you will see, as described last time, the land sort of open up, become much more pastoral and then farmland, and there are orchards, and it leads to a major city, major for this area anyway, um, uh, called Tennis. And as you arrive, uh, the busy hustle and bustle of the daily grind is going on. There are ships coming into the port. It is a bay city on the edge of the ocean, on the... Uh, West Sea, and it is and has been for the last 300 years a major center of trade for the area. And many ships come from the south, from the seacoast, and from the West Wren, 
and all of the cities, towns, and villages in between. And this is, like I said, a hustle bustling center. Uh, as you arrive, the one thing you will notice is the people there, some of them look a little different than most of the humans you've seen, most of whom appear very, uh, very different in appearance than normal. Uh, I just said that, but we'll, we'll re reinstate that, I guess. Uh, they have um, slightly raised eyebrows. There's not everybody's like that, but you'll see a few anyway. And it's, like I said, fairly busy, fairly consistently occupied. Um, what would you like to do? Uh, the guy that I was on the boat with, um, did I did I get his name? I know I talked to him a little bit, but... I'm going to be honest with you. You probably did, and I cannot remember his name. So I don't have it right now, so maybe I did. So it. maybe you did. <laughs> We'll say, uh, say it's Jimbo. Jimbo, as as I'm as we're docking, I'll say thank you, Jimbo. Uh, this is very kind of you. He nods and says, "You're all right with me, lad. If there's uh, anything else you need, let us know. If you need a a, a drive back, uh, maybe I I want to. I'm gonna meet with the memorialist, but." I just know she's in the city. Do you know where she's at? Uh, I mean, I would assume she's probably meeting with either the city council or off or eating somewhere like she usually does. Okay, I'll, I'll try to check it. The city council first. Okay. Uh, do they have a building? Oh, yeah. There, there's like, like administration buildings all across the uh, city. Uh, All right, Jim. mm -hmm. Jimbo, you're a good uh, riding partner, man. You showed me a lot of sights that I wouldn't have seen. Thanks. He smiles. He reaches into the bottom of the boat. He reaches into a, a what looks to be a canvas bag, and he tosses you an apple. And he says, "Oh, one for the road." <laughs> Jimbo, I'll never forget you. <laughs> He smiles at that and just kind of acknowledges you, gives you a wave and says, take care of yourself. Uh, you too. And I'll see you next time I'm in Veilguard. Indeed. You'll come by anytime. We take you down the other river, maybe. Yeah. Show me the other sights. See yes. ya. Bye. <laughs> and, uh, you see him, uh, talking to a couple of the other people on the boat. It's a very small boat, if you remember. Uh, mm -hmm. Barely bigger than a canoe. So it's like just just like three or four people max would fill the whole thing. So there's only like him and his son and one other fellow who's from the port who's gotten off to help them get their produce out. And uh, they are carrying it into town, into the marketplace. All right. I'll make sure my hood is up, uh, hair tied back, hood up. Okay. And I'll start making my way towards the city council and have me a little apple on the way. <laughs> Munching away. 
All right. You arrive at a tall building. It is, uh, I mean, it's, it's not like it's massive, like, like, you know, a major city capital kind of thing, but it's like a, a tall structure, maybe two stories with a steeple in the middle, uh, fairly well decorated, but not like overabundant. Um, it looks old, and you can see within it um, the normal beams and things that that they look like they're they haven't been that they've been fashioned rather than cut. And it looks to you like as if there's been magic used to form the wood into these shapes, and that it rather than it being um, that these trees were cut down and then brought in here. It looks like they're actually still growing, but are effectively growing in the shape that they're, they've been dedicated towards. So they don't really get much bigger, but they are very strong and, and thick and you sense the magic coming from them. Uh, as I walk, as I walk past them, I like drag my fingers across them. Like just, just the, yeah, feel them. And they feel kind of a little warm and, and homey, I guess. Uh, it would remind you of uh, the Prashina folks area because it's kind of a similar type of building design. And your guess yeah, is... What's that? I'll smile just as I do it. Like, look, look at the trees as I'm touching them and smile. Fair enough. And... All right, so they are basically, I guess, as you're moving there, you'll see uh, there is a young lady who's sitting at a desk. She is shuffling some papers. She's kind of sitting at the end of a foyer. Uh, you kind of see that she'd be like an equivalent to a receptionist. And uh, she's marking some notes and looking at some other ones. It almost looks like she's doing sums, would be your guess. And she is uh, not paying any attention to you. You can actually see her mouthing counting while she's doing this. I'll I'll walk up and uh, I'll try to wait until she. It looks like she takes a break. Like I, I don't want to mess up her count, basically. So if if it looks like she's about to write something down, like she's finally finished this stack and now she's gonna go ahead and write it down and take a break, then I'll be like, "Excuse me, ma'am." The lady looks up at you and she says, Oh, I'm sorry. I, I didn't see you there. Uh, can I help you? Hey, no problem. No problem. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm just looking for the memorialist. Is she here? Uh, well, she was last night for sure. Um, uh, let me go talk to uh, uh, one of our clerks and see if he knows anything further um, she was helping out with the problem we had at the library oh it, would she still be there from last uh, night or possibly. maybe she went today I, I'll be honest with you I don't know I've been doing my uh, numbers it's end of the month so I'm trying to get everything ready for the uh, new new for you know clarification's sake you know taxes and things of that nature yeah, I wouldn't know a thing about it, but I know what you mean. You were busy. 
Yeah, in, indeed. But if if you want to go check at the library and see if she might still be around there, um, it is just uh, east of the market. Okay, uh, I'll try that. What, what was your name again, ma'am? Ah, yes, Austin. Uh, my name is Gina. Gina. I, like, put my hand out for hers. Uh, like she the... kind of looks at her hand. It's covered in, like, ink and things, and she grasps yours, covering I, her I hand grab in it, ink. Pull it up and give her a little, little kiss on her hand. Even if it got ink on my mouth, I don't care. <laughs> Happens. <laughs> she looks at you really weird. And uh, brings her hand back in and says, thank you. And uh, nice to meet you, Gina. And then I leave. And she smiles and says, good to meet you too, sir. She don't know my name. Nope, she don't. <laughs> I go to not, she probably doesn't care. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay so you know from where you're at the market's probably about 10 minute walk from where you're standing uh, as you walk through the market you'll see all sorts of craziness going on as you'd imagine um, as the early morning people are setting up and getting everything ready uh, it's like you get assaulted by smell. That's the biggest thing. Like so much of it's food from across the area. So like fish that's been salted and some of it's still freshly caught earlier in the morning or brought up. There's meat that's hanging up on hooks and things. So you see and smell that as you enter the area. And then of course there's baskets of fruit and vegetables as well. And then of course various tinkering wares. And uh, one of the gentleman you see is this uh he's a darker looking gentleman and he's setting up and he looks over at you as you come in and says hey what can i get for you you interested in anything uh, i look at him what's he got what is he he's got up? all sorts of little trinkets everywhere he's got little vials little like symbols and statues and all sorts of little things like that, rings and things. And I'll, I'll come over and uh, I'll say, I, I don't have much money, sir, but what do you got? I, I have all of these. Money is only an object in discussion. You know this, right? Right. So you, you, you point to me what you think is something you might be have interest in, and we maybe we talk. I uh, look down and look back and forth, and I point to one of the rings. Oh, very nice, very nice. And he says, "Try it on." I look at him, look back at the ring. Oh, I have nothing magical, sir. These are all just purely rings. And. Uh... Uh, okay, okay. I'll I'll pick it up and try it on. Okay. Uh it's it's a ring. Uh, it's uh kind of copper bronze in color. Uh looks a bit tarnished, but <laughs> seems fine otherwise. Uh 
yeah, this is this is pretty cool. Uh, and I take it off, put it back, look around. Do you have any earrings? Uh, he points to a box and says, "And these are some of uh, my finest examples." And there's all sorts of weird and wonderful things in there, fish hooks and like actual little loops and hoops. And then there's like you know the fancier style ones with like intricate designs in them. Are there any hoops that are like a dark color, either a dark purple or a dark, like a steel, something like that? Uh, roll a perception check. Okay. Which means now I have to actually bring that screen up. Nine. Well, uh, you don't really notice anything quite to that description. I mean, there are darker ones in there, but nothing exactly like what you're looking for. All right. Uh, I'll take one of the darker silverish-looking colors. Okay. Uh, he hands it. Really... He takes it from you, looks it over. Uh, you see, kind of tap it against his teeth for a little bit, and uh, he says, eh, eh, two silver, sir. That's, I mean, that's cheap, really. I mean, this is silver, after all. Mm. Solid. I look at, I bring out one of my pouches and look in it and see that there's not a lot. I say, uh, maybe this, this isn't a good idea, but money's just an object, right? I just take two silver, hand it to him. He smiles and says, thank you. You are a great customer. I must say, you people in this area are very, very generous. I am very happy. And, uh, he says, I look forward to the rest of this day, if it is even close to this. Hmm. Well, I hope you have a good day. Uh, what was your name again? Uh, my name is Petrov. Petrov. Nice to meet you, Petrov. And uh, he smiles and says, it is good to meet you. Uh, if you ever come my way, I, I always have things that are of interest for some people's. In fact, All I saw right. the young man a little reward yesterday. He was uh, most pleased with it, a little pendant. A pendant? Yes. Of what? Oh, it's a little eye thing I picked up on some uh, round I did down by the seacoast. Hmm. Huh? I, hope, I hope the rest of the day is fruitful for you. And may... Uh, May the bringer of life shine on you as always. May the bringer of death stay herself. Indeed, my friend, indeed. Long may she stay away. And uh, he goes back to basically calling for people to come and, you know, yelling at people as they walk by. It's like, hey, you want this, don't you? Blah, blah, blah. That kind of thing, as I assume you walk away. Yep. And I kind of stay to the sides, like the side of the street. Or if I can take back alleys, I'll do that as well. Okay. But I won't, like, hide. But I'll, no. like, casually stroll. Okay. So you come upon this massive building. It actually looks way more, uh, not older, but a lot sturdier structure. A lot more has gone into it. A lot more money has been poured into it. And... Uh, but you can also see that the doors are broken. The one large door is 
hanging kind of on the last of its hinges. The other door looks to be in shreds on the ground. And you can see people going in and out of it. And some of them are carrying what looks to be the remains of scrolls and books. And uh, others are kind of tut-tutting about various things. And there's a young lady wearing armor standing there, uh, looking around, just kind of looking at everybody as they pass by, kind of making sure nothing like, else happens. She looked like a authority figure uh, or somebody works here. Well, you can tell she's a paladin, so you would assume so. Woke up to her. Excuse me, ma'am. Uh, yes, sir. May I help you? Um, what is, what's going on? Is something wrong with the library? Uh, it was broken into and, uh, ransacked over the last couple of days. Oh. Uh, that's awful. Indeed, it was. Uh... By any chance, was did the memorialist happen to be in there? She was. We actually received her help last night with a couple of other people from outside of town. They uh, were able to chase off the intruders. Oh. Well, that's good, at least. Is she still here? Uh, I'm, I'm afraid not. She's headed to a village to the northeast of here. Uh, she'll kind of sigh and, like take a step back and put his hand on his head I just missed her again I oh have you been looking for her long uh not too long just today well a couple of days but I've only been in the city for today mm. well I mean uh, she might come back this way uh, but if you want, I can give you instructions on how to get to the village. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to uh, rather just go try to track her down than wait. From Fair. what I've seen, she's traveling a lot, at least these days. Yeah, she gets out and about unless she's on a deep study. Um, if I can get closer, I'm sure I can find her, but... Indeed. Um, if you go uh, north, there's a, a road that travels out of the city across the river, and it heads towards Kiln Bay. If you take that and then uh, turn east, you'll go towards a small village called Pentra. Mm -hmm. And that is where she is trying to help them with the uh, issue with some cultists. Okay. As I understand. Thank you. I will, I will go try to find her. Uh, what, what was your name again? Uh, her name is... Uh, what was her first name? I can only remember her last name. Uh, give me two seconds. I'll bring it up. Uh, no, not that one. I love how you write down every one of these names. Like, I'm going to remember every person I've written. Some random blah, blah. Oh. Uh, oh. If but you don't, her, I will. I know you. <laughs> I know. Banya Gwent is her name. Uh, thank you, Miss Gwent. She says Banya will, Banya will do. Oh, thank you, Banya. I hope our, I hope our paths cross, cross again. And you as well, sir. Uh, what is your name? 
Uh, my name is Shin. Okay. Thank you. Have a safe travel. Uh, hold down the fort. <laughs> she uh, sighs a bit and says, yeah, after the fact, but yeah. <laughs> I uh, yeah, wave as I go, and I will try to find a way to get to Kiln Bay. Okay. Uh, and move to Petra from there. Do you have any money? Not a lot. <laughs> okay, I'm going to give you two options. You can either rent a horse, effectively, uh, which will cost you about two gold, uh, or you can uh, try and catch on with a caravan heading north. Um, how How long will it take? Like, do, do I get uh, any kind of... Like, do I get any kind of, talk from talking to people? Will they tell me, like, how long does it take for, to get to here from Kiln, to Kiln Bay from here or to Petra from here? Uh, it, yeah, there you'll eventually find enough people to give you fair good guidance. And it's basically about half a day's ride to Kiln Bay and maybe another couple hours beyond that to Petra. Okay, I'll try to catch on to a caravan then. So there is uh, a merchant caravan heading north. Um, they're going to Kiln Bay. They are headed basically back to Veilguard, but they're going to go up to Kiln Bay and then take a, a ship that way. So you, oh, can, okay. <laughs> you, can, you can get that far anyhow. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, this is like the end of the world sort of area. So the only way is east, basically. Okay. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll try to... Uh... Shack up with them. Nope, not shack up. Uh, <laughs> roll out with them. Okay. He's going to shack up. Um, he, okay, so you ga gather on with them. Uh, as you do, um, we will turn now to Bart. Hello, Bart. Hello. All right, Bart. So you are with the memorialist in Pentra. She and you and Gareth have assembled in town and are riding out back to Taunus. And the, as they go, uh, the memorialist looks at you and says, I have another colleague who's camped out of town. We need to go pick her up first, or should I say them up first? Hey man, you told me to come. I'm I'm just here, so cool. She nods and says, "Excellent." And as always, appreciated. And she leads on, and you eventually come to a small camp just outside of town, not far off of the beaten path, and uh, you see uh, Pre. Bart, can you describe yourself once more to the fine people? Oh, uh, average height, brown hair. I think at this point he probably, yeah, he probably has somewhat of a beard. Uh, just brown eyes. Like I said, like the most boring kind of typical guardsman you can think of. Um, he's holding a a pike in one hand uh and i 
Actually, that's all he has. You'll notice that that's literally all he has. And he's no, just that's sitting. not all he has now, remember. Oh, sorry. He, I, I, and he has a sword. He doesn't... He, he treats it as if it's not there. But, um, yeah. <laughs> he's holding it, and he's on top of the horse, I guess. And he's just kind of looking around bored. Fair enough. All right. So, Pre, you see this young man coming in with those two, and... Uh, the memorialist looks at you and says, everything seems to be tickety-boo. Are you, uh... I have heard that there's someone coming to see me, and depending on what his information is, I may have further need for you, if you are willing. You pay me? She nods. Cat. I go where the wind blows. Fair enough. And she looks at Gareth and says, I received a messenger pigeon this afternoon saying that there's a, a young fellow of interesting origin headed this way. So I think we should try and intercept him. Uh, Apparently headed out of town on a merchant's caravan. And uh, Gareth looks at you two and says, Well, mother, you know me. I go where you go. She grimaces at the mother comment and says, You can stop that right now. We are not around other people. And he what? laughs. Hmm? Uh, I say, when she says we're not around other people, I just say, what? We're not people? She uh, briefly looks at you two and says, well, other people who... Care? Care. Yeah, that's the right word. Yeah, fair. And she crosses her arms at Gareth, and Gareth giggles. And he says, all right, Red, we go where you go, as always. And she says, right, let's uh, try and intercept him, shall we? So they hop on the horses that they have, and uh, as you guys join them, they cross the river and head towards Kiln Bay. And they, you guys travel pretty much three, four hours, well, not three, four, I said two, right? So about two hours, and you arrive in Kiln Bay probably within about an hour after the uh, caravans arrived. And so the caravan currently is loading up uh, stuff onto a boat, uh, a big, larger boat than, than what you saw before, Shin, but still a large kind of river river passenger boat uh, that carries material across the continent and uh, they uh, bid you farewell and you receive three copper as payment for helping to guard the caravan and uh, yeah anything else you want to do before we move on Shin. 
Oh, I didn't know. I thought you were still talking to them. No, no, no. I'm talking to you. You're the one who got into town with the caravan. You got your three copper. Yeah, so uh, I paid them three copper, you said? No, no, no. They paid you. Oh, they paid me? Yeah. Hey, thank you. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll thank them. Um, and then, yeah, just be on my way. If if I know Petra is supposed to be to the north of here, is that right? Uh, or is it east, the east? East. East. Yeah, you basically... If you look at the at the map, um, I'll bring it up. Hang on, I just realized you might not see it right now. Uh, in roll twenty, I believe you are not on the right screen. That's why. So in roll twenty, you can actually see the map. Okay. Kumbe, so. and I'm going to Petra. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll start heading that way. I'll follow the river. Okay. Uh, as you leave town uh, and are getting, or I should say, getting at the edge of town, uh, you'll see a horse, several, well, several, four horses with riders coming towards you, one of whom has very copper red hair, uh, and another is an older soldier, looks like he's probably in his 40s, maybe 50s, um, and a couple of other people with him. Uh, one of whom, both of whom look very young, and, uh, I mean, as we've heard them described, uh, do I recognize this as the mother at all? Mm -hmm. The Yeah, you, you know who this is. Uh, I'll look up and, and put a hand up and say, uh, mother. And as she closes in, the uh, memorialist looks at you and says, Son, what can I do for you? You are far uh, from home. I am. I've been looking for you. So I've heard. From who? Ah, uh, the young lady that you uh, met at Taunus sent me a messenger bird earlier this morning. Hmm. Well... Well, I should talk. say this afternoon when I got it. Uh, well, good. Uh, so you know that I need to talk to you. Indeed. What uh, What do you need to tell me? Uh, I kind of look around. Is there somewhere maybe we can go? This is um, It's kind of important, and it's kind of big. Like world altering big she could says, be well i mean the moons are blue looking up meaningfully so there's lots of signs of all sorts of things these days all right well, we could set up camp here or we can go into the village or into the town if you want and uh find a room i'm just as comfortable in the in the uh, wilderness as i am in a room so it's up to you and your patrons uh, she looks at the other two. Uh, she knows what Gareth thinks about the whole thing, but she looks at the other two of you and kind of gives you a, a look of, what do you think? I look at her and say, I can't begin to express how much I don't care. <laughs> Horseback, dirt, bed, whatever. 
All right. Well, with that stirring line of support, how about we uh, get off the beaten path, shall we? Uh, I'll nod and I'll start making my way. Making my way uh, in the Out woods. Out of there, into the woods. Do, do, do. Making bedrolls and da, da, da. Uh, okay, so you guys move off of the, the path. Uh, you end up in kind of an area of forest. Uh, still kind of orchardy, not really like you know wildwood sort of area but still it's 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 covered people wouldn't necessarily see much of what's going on uh and uh she kind of points at a couple of logs and says have a seat you guys all right uh young man if you are young uh what's your name i look around at everybody and uh i say uh, my name is shin she nods at uh, the older man and says, well, that's Gareth. And that one there is Pre, And this one over here, pointing over at uh, Bart, says his name's Bart. He doesn't really care about a lot of things, but he might be useful. Oh, nod. Uh, when she says my thing, you struggle. Yeah. And I kind of do the wiggle of my hand kind of thing. <laughs> uh <laughs> Bart, this, this, what I'm going to say may even concern, may even uh, make you raise a few eyebrows. Oh, I doubt it, but go ahead. Uh, I look back to the memorialist and I'll say, uh, I received a vision a few nights ago. Actually, more than a few nights ago. A month, over a month ago. Um... And I saw your predecessor, Amber. Um, she kind of startles when you say Amber's name. She was by, she was, I guess, investigating these evil magic users uh, that were messing with this rock she called Care Bryn. Uh, when you say that again, she starts, and uh, the name will ring a bell for at least two people in this area. Well, three people, I guess. <laughs> she she showed up after the rock had done its thing, but I saw this rock pull a dragon out of the sky, and obliterate it and then it looked like it was being used by these evil wizards and then they were obliterated as well mm. not so much pulled the dragon it is the dragon or should I say it's the dragon's eye oh maybe it was just it was confusing maybe to me during the during the vision I and it was so long ago now. I may have gotten confused, but that does make sense. She nods and uh, says, what else did you see? She... She said that they don't understand how to use its power. That you have to... I'll start 
thumbing through a journal. Hang on one second. I'm looking something up. <laughs> my notes. She said, in order to use its power, where is it? She need, she needs to keep it away from human foolishness, pretty much. Uh-huh. Um, can't find that line. Bart's gonna pick up a beetle that's on the log and just look at it. <laughs> nice. Do you eat it? No, I mean, I'm not a savage. <laughs> uh, they don't understand that... In order to access their power... <laughs> Hang on, maybe I... <laughs> They need to lock you away, but also control you. They needed to control the will in order to uh, be able to access the power. I don't think I don't know if the wizards knew exactly what they were dealing with. Those old fools? No, no, they didn't. They didn't have a clue. They were, and she kind of clams up at that and leaves it at that. Uh. Mother, I just have a feeling something's coming. I have a feeling that the time she spoke of is is on the horizon. That's it. I mean, the Rock said he's gonna he's gonna <laughs> Drogue will come to pass. No matter what we do, what is Drogue, Mother? Drogue that is, that's one of your questions. Uh, Drogue is an evil force. It's not known in this world. But in your world, they have been fighting to keep it out. Along with the Gal. I'll look to Bart and I'll say, I know it doesn't seem like much on the surface, but if you would have had, if you would have been in the vision that I had, if you would have felt what I felt, it's something you can't really explain. It's just there and, and it feels like something's coming. And mm. that's why I sought her out. She nods and says, yeah, Amber. She was so are we gonna do some? Are we going to do something? Something or should I just go back home? She crosses her legs in front of you kind of tuts a bit trying to think about what she wants to say and what she doesn't want to say. But she says... No, you know what? When I can't make up on mine, I flip a coin. And she smiles at that and says, yeah, 
I'm not one to leave things to chance quite that much, but I understand. Sometimes it's nice to let the chaos do the work. Yeah. She kind of taps. Free gives a thumbs up from where she's lying down. <laughs> she kind of taps the edge of her fingers, and as she does, you see kind of a, um, her fingers go translucent for a few minutes. Or not a few minutes, but for a few seconds. And then kind of this light is on the edge of it for a minute, half a second. And then it goes back to normal and she says, yep, chaos is all around us. And she then starts to draw with a stick and says, look, all right, I'm going to give you guys options. Okay. Oh, no. I think, honestly, it would be best if I send you guys to check something for me while I check things in areas where I can go that you can't. And she nods meaningfully at Shin, as if to say, you should know where that is. And she then looks and says... I don't know if they'll let you in, but we could try the Prashina folk. The other option is, is you guys can head to the north and go back to Animitsu and find out more details. Because as I understand it, that's where you came from. Correct? Me, I came from Veilguard. Uh, yeah, but that's not where you originated from. You were coming from Anonymous. Oh. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because right. remember, that's you had right. the other incident that started up there. Yep. Um, which you haven't mentioned yet, by the way. Uh, and uh, she says... Oh, yeah. I wasn't going to mention that. <laughs> not right <laughs> no, that's now. That's fine. You don't have to. Uh um she then says it's up to you whether you want to come north with me or head northeast and head up there but it's it is important that we find out as much as we can before we take any real action if the two of you looking at uh looking at um bart and pre are willing i would like to help this young man on his quest. Still paying me? Gareth nods. Okay. I'm already here. Whatever. She smirks to herself, looks at you all, and says, alright then. Uh... Do you want to try and accompany me into the forest? Uh, Mother, I'm pretty much, without going too much into it, I'm lost right now. Uh, I've came to you I mean, after this vision. Of course you're lost. You're in the wrong world. Well. If, when I hear him say he's lost, I flip my coin. Uh, let's see. 
Uh, I'm gonna say even we'll go with her. We're not going with you. We're going the other way. After I flip my coin, I just say we'll go the other way. I mean, we. Sounds like they want to go the other way. What's this we? we? <laughs> Maybe it's not we. Fine, I'll go the other way. Well, what am I going there? What am I going there for? We need to get knowledge about Care Bryn. I'll look back to the mother or about We need time. Where do you know where it is? She then pulls out from a uh, a little satchel that she has a small pendant that she puts in front of you. It is a metal eye with a silver bar underneath the eye and in the iris of the eye there is a molten uh, looking kind of red and green iris or not red and green red and yellow iris which kind of shimmers and boils like as if it's lava underneath it basically and she get this from petrif no i got this off the body of the cultus oh he i think he got this from petrif wait Uh, yeah wait i'm still wearing mine and if he says that through me i'm like with who's petrif He's a he was this merchant that I met in uh Taunus. Oh. Yeah. It was either this it was either this or a love potion. He gave you a love potion? (laughs) (laughs) No, I didn't I didn't take it. Oh. He told me he didn't have anything magic. No, he said Mm. he had no magic rings. He eluded my eluded me. I have to kill him. Brilliant's just laying there throwing a dagger up in the air and catching it in front of her face. Okay. <laughs> Waiting for you guys to finish. Yakety yak. Everybody's yakety yakking. Talk and talking. Other than Gareth. <laughs> hasn't said Bupkiss at this point. Um, That's why she likes Gareth. <laughs> nice and quiet. He also pays her. Uh, that too. Yeah. So, by the way, she's the rich one. Um, right. So, the memorialist looks yeah, at you all and says, well, if you're coming with me, we'll have to see if they'll let us in, or should I say let you in. They don't like letting Gareth in. Are we, is that, I look around. I thought, Mother, I thought you wanted us to go gather information well but if if you want us to go with you i can it's be probably unseen. wise for us to talk to prashina folk before we head before you head up that way they may have more knowledge of this situation okay that, that works for me and i looked at bart uh, i kind of mumble wait waste of a flip of a coin if you already knew and just kind of put my coin away <laughs> she smiles at that looks down at pre and says well decisions made my dear good i guess you'll have to get up now 
Fine. She looks at you all. She'll just sort of backflip up. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. All right. She looks at you all and says, all right, well, if we're heading north and you're coming with me, you must know two things. One, there's a treaty between these folks and the Prashina. If it is broken, you will be killed. If it is broken, it could restart the war. I will be clear and say, you better not mess up. Two, when we enter the forest, it will be uh, confusing, might be the word to use, if you need to hold my hand. You understand? Are we still riding on horseback? Uh, not right now. You're sitting at the camp, but you... Uh, uh, as far we, as you know, are we you going? Uh, I don't have a horse. Oh, yeah, that's right. He doesn't have a horse. He'd have to sit on somebody else. Um, so she looks and says, we can take the horses to the edge of the forest, but we can't take them in. They just get befuddled. How far is the forest? Uh, it is a day's ride north of us. Would Pre have any knowledge of this forest from her travels? Uh, you know of the Fey Forest, which is uh, an area which is guarded on major routes History. to it. Uh, okay. But it is not a road that you would go into under normal circumstances. Like, it, it like... As far as you know, it has magical properties that have basically keep people out. And when they get into it, they suddenly find themselves back out as if they'd never gone in. They themselves think that they've traveled, but they really haven't. They come out at the exact same point they came in at. Some will talk about traveling for days and yet still come out at the same point. Okay. If anybody wants to roll a history check to know any more information, they are more than willing to do that. Bloop. That's pretty good. 18. Nice. I figure I'll roll it since they have a treaty with the Prashina. Yeah. Okay. Not very good at history. Not very good at history. He just got a 19. Um, Okay. So you both know that the area is patrolled by the Prashina and they send um, people across to look out and to deal with any stragglers that come in. The last time anybody had any dealings with the Prashina folk was about 100 years ago when they came down to Taunus and on a peaceful mission and it was then that they signed the treaty that set up what amounts to a border on the river north of well on this map that you guys are looking at currently uh it would be uh, north of that river on the far north there the forest becomes quite a bit thicker it is looks like a wild growing forest but yet it does not cross the river and if they find us over there, they'll kill us? Uh, if 
you break the treaty. So basically you have to be allowed in. Oh, okay. okay. So the only person who is allowed in without question is the memorialist. She is free to travel anywhere in this world she wants. But everybody else, they have to be approved. Basically, it's a border guard. Okay. I just figured with Pri's history, she might know a little more. That's all. Uh, you'll know that, um, well, you'll know your parent came from up that way. And was one yeah. of the ones that returned back north when basically the treaty was signed. No, they died. Okay. That's what you were told. Yeah. We discussed this! <laughs> fine. Whatever. That was what I was told. Fine. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. That's fine. Your parent died. Sorry. I thought we only talked about the one parent dying, not that parent. But okay. Because I know your human parent Whatever. has died. Yeah. Well, of old age, but yeah. I just didn't realize the other one had died as well. I'd forgotten that part. It's been a while okay. since we've talked about this. So, okay. I guess. Anyways. Anyways. Okay. So, if you guys head north. Uh, as you do, it becomes night. And you guys are south of what is called Magnus Tower. Um, or Megas Tower. Megas is a wizard's... Uh, school basically that sits in the forest far away from anybody and uh, where a lot of weird magical things are done um, and is built on the site of what used to be an area of high magical like it was at one time a town where magic was done in ancient times but has since uh ceased to exist and it was eventually covered over and what was left of it was just basically would be the equivalent of obsidian glass effectively if you dug down far enough um, but otherwise the uh, the area is covered in dirt and is known for basically being a, a locus point for magic and uh, as you pass that, you see in front of you a river, which is very uh, fast flowing out to the ocean. It is wide, kind of along the lines of like, uh, uh, not quite Mississippi in width, but kind of that's, you know, a major river, basically. Uh, and uh, it travels in basically bordering the entire area and the entire thing just looks very wild and unkempt and she looks at you all and says the horses will have to stay here uh, the uh, humans can look after them but uh, realistically they don't like entering the forest they don't do well in it anyway and they will be of no help to us do you have a way for us to get in uh she nods 
Uh, okay, Bard hops off the horse and just kind of taps his foot, kind of waiting. <laughs> she gathers off the horse, and uh, Gareth jumps off, and you were seated behind him, by the way, uh, Shin. And uh, they effectively let the horses go. And, and then uh, you see her wander over to a point by the river just on the edge of the beach and she reaches down and lifts what looks looks to be a rock and you see her mutter something but you can't tell what it is and the rock starts to glow and you see a bridge a multicolored bridge expand from the rock across the river and she says well ladies gentlemen and ladies people of all ages are you ready to go and uh, take your chances I'm ready she nods and says well hold on to my arm people and let's go and she puts her arm out uh, she grabs onto Pree's actually first and then uh Effectively, Gareth grabs on to you, Shin, and holds on to uh, Pri's other arm and says, you don't have to hold on to her directly. You just hold on to someone holding her, and that works, too. She'll uh, shake his arm off her sword arm and, like, move it up to her shoulder. And he nods at that as if to acknowledge and uh, says, that works, too. And uh, they leave. Oh, What's oh, that? Uh, oh, Bart. Yeah. Yeah, I'll just. Uh, yeah, I was gonna go up to whoever's in front of me and just kind of put my hand on their, the back of their shoulder or whatever. Okay. So you all walk across this bridge. As you do, you see that she's carrying the rock in front of her across the bridge. And as the last person, in this case, Bart, uh, crosses, you see the bridge start to drop away behind you, but not faster than you walk. Oh, well, that's new. And uh, as you land on the other side of the river, you notice immediately that what you saw on your side of the river is immediately changed. And whereas it looked like a forest, just a normal forest, it is now a thick, dense forest of underbrush and, and massive trees everywhere. And basically, you can't really get any sort of bearings. It almost sends you into a state of, of like, uh, vertigo would be, I guess, the way I would describe it. And with that, we're going to have to find out next time what happens when they get into the forest. This has been a Distractions Media production. To find everything we do, please check out distractionsmedia.com.